but all the sanding just drove me nuts because <laughs> when you sand stuff like that, like little kids' hands are all over it, so you have to sand these dowels and like. I won't do the hand motions, but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Come on, that make a great reel. Yeah, it's almost like whittling, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Sir Prep and our patrons for sponsoring this episode. As always, I'll give a shout out to our top tier patrons at the end of the episode. You can catch these episodes on YouTube on Thursdays, or you can sign up to be a Patreon member and catch it on Wednesdays. Welcome to The Lounge. I'm Matt with Voltner Woodworking and your host of the Maker Lounge podcast, where every Friday we have a rotating group of makers hanging out and talking shop with each other. Back by popular demand, today's guest in lounge has created projects from pickler triangles to arcade game tables. He has a laser engraver for every day of the week and keeps them busy when he's not at his CNC. This guy consistently incorporates his family into his content, and his wife could beat us both at a game of arm wrestling. <laughs> if you've seen his morning car dance parties, if you haven't seen them, you are missing out. <laughs> Trey Jones with Handcrafted by Trey is back. <laughs> that was the most truthful intro I've ever heard. <laughs> All the way down to the arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has some guns. Oh, she has some guns. Yeah. She, she works on them daily, but she has some guns. Yeah. I mean, I if, if I caught her in a dark alley, I would hand her my keys. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not messing with her. <laughs> I can't wait for her to hear this. It'll show me the big head. <laughs> right. She's like, oh, man, I got to go crush it some more. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I know you used to be into into all that stuff. And yeah, it just but life is has gotten crazy with. Heck, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I was a CrossFit coach for about eight years, seven, eight years. That's how I met Alexis. Yeah. Her, her coach that, that leads into a whole bunch of stories but yeah so <laughs> we got time i got time <laughs> yeah so that's uh yeah used to be hard into it and then life and kids and uh, yeah just everything i was uh at uh my son's doing the all-stars so we've been talking about that but yeah um we were at uh the games last week and you can see the t-ball field and all the the dads and moms they're all like super fit at the t-ball fields yeah. and then like coach pitch you start seeing a little bit of the bellies and and stuff and then like as you get more to the the older kids like it, the parents it's like we start widening out i think it's <laughs> at some point it's like okay we've had enough fast food at these games like <laughs> yeah it's uh it's a natural trend you know yeah kids yeah. get older time gets uh less and less right yeah but she's she's crushing it at the oh, uh, at the gym and and you're crushing it in the shop i'm trying <laughs> I'm trying. That's where my time shines at 9, 9 p.m. Yeah. 9 p.m. Go hit the shop. Before we get to the episode today, I want to thank our sponsor, Surf Prep Sanding. Whether you're looking for the highest quality of sanders, dust extractors, or abrasives, Surf Prep has what you need to take your project to the next level. I've been using Surf Prep for a couple of years now and know firsthand the quality of their products. The amazing family who stands behind their brand is by far the best in the industry. Use code MAKERLOUNGE, all one word, for 10% off your order at surfprepsanding.com. So do you typically uh, work like um, during the week, the weekdays, like go out there in the evening? or? Yeah, so I have a full-time job. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. It's kind of interesting when they ask me if it's my full-time, you know, if woodworking yeah. is full-time, but it's definitely not. So uh, come home, hang out with the kids, put them to bed, showers, bath, everything, and then usually try to get out there nine o'clock after i hang out with alexis for a little bit and nine to 11 midnight depends on you know yeah. how much steam i got 
Right. Yeah, you um, you definitely incorporate like you have a lot of stories where you've got the the morning dance party with the yeah. kids. You do the drop off in the yes. mornings. So I got them every morning. I take them to school, and now it's even gotten not harder. But uh, so Case goes to summer camp now, not his old daycare. So now like there's two different drop offs. So it's but yeah, it's a oh, lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> yeah, you you you're one of the the cool dads. You're I, I, I try. TJ yeah. DJ, you know, we we had to mix it up with the <laughs> the dance parties there. Do they have a favorite song? Oh yeah. Well, it used to be Boogie Boogie Hedgehog if you know that one. I don't. Uh, well, <laughs> I I've been out of that up. game for a, for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then it's been Power Rangers. Uh, there's been a few, but yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Oh man. Uh there's a Jules TV. There's The Big Bad Wolf. I've been into that one. Oh, yeah. You have All to right. listen to it. Everybody will look it up. Yeah, <laughs> their their uh, listens will skyrocket. Right. <laughs> we had ten downloads today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So uh, so you have you, you said it. You have a a, a full time job during yep. the day. Yep. And um, so you've been doing that for how long? Oh, I've been doing that since sixteen. Yeah. I mean, it's I, a family I went, family thing, right? Family thing. Yes. Yeah. So I've been working there since I was sixteen. Bought my first truck you know, working there. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I still went to school and I even went to college, but, uh, reverted straight back to, you know, the family business and yeah. been there ever since. So now almost 21 years. Right. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy when you look back, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Yeah. I was talking to somebody and they were like, Oh, how long you been at your, at your job? And I was like 18 years. Mm. It's just weird. It is like, I just graduated high school. There's no way I've worked here for 18 years. <laughs> yeah, I graduated. Oh, wow. I've graduated high school almost 20 years ago. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Then you realize, oh, this this wasn't my first job out of high school. Yeah. <laughs> like, dang it. I'm getting old, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. have a beard, but it'd be gray if so. Yeah. Well, you, you do incorporate some uh, mustache into your stories. Yeah. That's more out of jealousy than anything else. <laughs> Just because I can't grow one. Yeah, you, you've had some times where people are messaging and like, what happened to the mustache? Like they thought it was a real oh, mustache. Oh, so that's, I mean, this is a true story. At least three people, and I'm not over-exaggerating, came up and asked me why I shaved it before WorkbenchCon. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to let the cat out of the bag. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, if you want to add a filter onto to this one, we can, we can we definitely may, do it. We may have to make that happen. <laughs> Can, I'll superimpose my beard onto you, yes. <laughs> onto your face. Yes, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'll well, have to do do some trick videography. Uh, so I'm here for it. Yeah, just check it out to... on check it out on the YouTube if I if I'm and see if I'm able to accomplish that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been doing a little bit uh, more, like in some of the, you know, that fun stuff trying well, to certainly yeah. you got to spice it up a little bit right right try to get people over to the the youtubes that's where it's at they say podcasting is the number uh youtube is the number one place to consume podcasts but i just i don't i don't see that happening uh, i can see it multiple ways i you know i don't i don't check all of that but i could see <laughs> you know people especially if they stream and on their tvs they don't have any other option you know yeah. youtube and just play something especially like the tv in my garage right. i have i have alexa or an echo in the garage so i play it through that but some people may yeah. have a tv and just stream it so when free. you call your wife do you do, does does the device go off like does it know when you're saying alexa or alexis 
I gotta say it quietly so I don't. Oh, okay. No, so <laughs> it actually I had to change. We have to change them all. They oh. are all Echo, and then the kids could say Echo. So and then we had to start changing each, not each one, but some of them into computer because you can oh. only call it three different things, which is Alexa, Echo, right. or computer. So. The kids caught on to Echo really quick, so we had to change it, <laughs> and now they're able to, you know, cue the computer too. So it's uh, right. It's been a challenge. Yeah, you have to keep rotating, like yes. rotating the passwords. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So when did you? Uh, let's talk about your. Uh, you've been doing this for twenty something years at your your day job, but then mm -hmm. the woodworking part of it. How did you get into the to woodworking? So woodworking, the very first project and kind of random was actually about eight years ago when it was right before my wedding. Uh, I wanted to do something special for my groomsmen. So I made them the old school wooden six pack carriers, if mm. you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. um, that was really my first DIY project because I wanted something personal. Uh, and I, I ran out and bought a uh, cobalt 10 inch cobalt, you know, yep. uh, miter saw. And that was my first true woodworking project. Now we've always done small stuff before yeah. that, but you know, that was, that was my first DIY project built that and then worked out pretty good and enjoyed it. And when you bought it, we... did you ever see the bit like a business in it? Or did you just think it was just to do stuff around the house? No, it was to do something around the house. Yeah. Uh, I bought it for, that was the main reason I bought it, but then it turned into some trim work and then it turned into this and it, it like, then it slowly turned into just more and more. Yeah. Like, and then when we bought the house, there was stuff here to do. Um, and then it kind of slowly trickled from there. Right. And then I the had, neighbors are like, Hey, Trey's got a, Trey's got a saw. He can help yeah, us out. That's, <laughs> um, that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> There's little yeah. projects always. I'm sure you get that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you get on uh, Facebook and you post it on Facebook and then it's like, now can you ship me something? And <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. So it just yeah. kept rolling. And then, you know, the whole trend, it, not to go into my trend, but the whole trend was, there was one thing, can I do this? I'm going to try my hardest. And then mm -hmm. it just kind of kept working from there. Especially yeah. when you first start, there's always those DIY projects like, I want to try this for myself, not a right. customer thing. So like you have all the time in the world to, to work on your own projects. Then as a steamrolls, now you lose the time to do your own and it's always somebody else's, which, yeah, Hey, they're paying for it, but still there's some right. things you want to well, try. You, you have been doing a lot of projects in your house. I mean, I think you're, you're renovating essentially every room in your house. Yeah. I don't think there's any rooms left at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're trying to make an addition, but we'll talk yeah, about that here in a little bit. I, let, yeah. Let's start with the happy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Heartbroken on that one, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to dive deeper into that, but let's we talk sure about more can. of the, the woodworking uh, portion of it. So you started, um, you, you had your kids, you, you were building like pickler mm -hmm. triangle triangles and then, um, and then it looked like that took off for a while. You were making a lot of those. Oh, a lot. So, yeah. So, like like there is, there's always a need or a want. So, I built a pickler triangle for my son, posted it, sold. Shoot. I, I'm i probably undershooting this at 25. Like, mm. I mean, there was just a ton. And I enjoyed them at first because I love functional furniture. And when I say mm -hmm. functional furniture, it's literally something that somebody can use that I built. Um, right. I don't know how else to word it, but functional furniture is what I call them. 
And that's where I really enjoyed building so people can use it. Uh, but all the sanding just drove me nuts because <laughs> when you sand stuff like that, like little kids' hands are all over it. So you have to sand these dowels and like, I won't do the hand motions, but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> come on, that make a great reel. Yeah, it's almost like whittling, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, it's just there's a lot of sanding in kids' furniture, which I've slowly worked out of that because now I've got much bigger projects coming in going that the smaller turnaround kids projects um, have slowly pushed them to the side and Mm -hmm. no, I still have them. Like right now I've got probably three of the kids stools um, Mm. and those aren't as bad as the, as the triangles because they don't have all those dowels, but the three stools I've got on my plate right now, I got to get on the CNC one night this week and knock those out. But yeah. So do you enjoy the commission stuff like doing the commission builds or like if you if you had to do it all over again, would you go the commission route or would you go more just for the enjoyment route? So the commission stuff pays for the tools, um, yeah. and then that leads to me being able to use stuff without having to theoretically pay for it myself. I, I mean, granted, time is money, money is time, right? But that's where that helps me is the commission stuff. Now the commission stuff I like is the one-off stuff. Somebody mm-hmm. says, "Hey, can you build this?" and I have to figure it out mm-hmm. but when you figure it out that's not where the money is because you've spent all your time figuring out then you can make 20 more like the kids stools or the pickler right. quickly but it's just still it's uh that monotonous i don't i don't like the monotonous right but, you used to do a lot of the the big state signs mm-hmm. right yes that was a big thing that you did on your cnc when you when you got it yeah yeah, I made a ton of those too. The states with the uh, county line cutouts, uh, stained with the recesses. Like, it's funny how stuff goes in trends. You mm-hmm. can make one, and then all of a sudden you got a hundred orders. And <laughs> let's say you make two hundred, and now I have a hundred left because right. they magically slowed down. But yeah, yeah, so it's it's funny how things work like that. Right, and then yeah, when you get to your 90th you're like i never want to make another one of these stupid things again (laughs) exactly but the state things were the easiest at all because you took a four by four sheet of uh, plywood you stained the whole front and back cut it out and then cleared it like there wasn't much right so they they went fairly quick but it was still work but yeah right yeah and listening to that loud router the whole Mm -hmm. time the whole time (laughs) (laughs) yeah if they could just make cncs a lot more quiet like Mm -hmm. that for me that takes like i'm like do i really want to run the cnc today because it's just i don't know it's just so loud and obnoxious yeah it's not just the cnc or the spindle it's also the dust collection it's the headphones on for the two hours you're out there like it there's a lot more to it but yeah 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 i like i like running the laser the laser is just like you know yeah you've got the the water chiller but that's super quiet and it's just like let it do its thing exactly pop out the pieces it's, throw some paint on it it's a crazy difference it can't do half as much as what a cnc can right. do to an extent but it can also do more than a cnc can do it's it's they're right. they're their own worlds but they're amazing machines so you you did a, a chamfer or roundover video i think we've all done the the <laughs> question at like chamfer or roundover and in fact there's another podcast that that asks that question of all their guests i'll ask you cnc or laser oh if you oh. had to pick a baby 
I'm going to go CNC. Yeah. Um, CNC has helped me make a lot more projects. Yeah. Turnkey than the laser. Now the lasers laser is like made me more money in the easy run after I make a cutting board. Right. Laser it. Now I can add $10 to it. Like, yeah. So definitely CNC make it short. Yeah. Don't make it short. This is a podcast. <laughs> People have long drives. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean we, we, we can't do a quickie and then just like <laughs> leave them hanging, you know? Yeah, okay. So yeah, CNC They can finish all their day. drive later. Okay. <laughs> They're really going to be sitting in a car waiting for this one to end. I can right. tell. Yeah. You know. We're going to spend that, the next 15 minutes talking about CNC versus laser. I'm that intriguing. <laughs> yeah. But you, you have been on the podcast before a couple times. Yes, sir. Um, you, you came on the first three episodes or first two episodes. I don't remember. what it, I, think I think it was, it was the first three. Yeah, I think we split it up to three. Yep. So we did it in one sitting. I had no idea what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> You've come so far. Because then but, we did. Yeah, we've yeah. done that one. And then we did another one with 3D Dave. Right. And then we did the 20th episode with Dean. Right. Or, yeah, 20th episode. Yeah. Yeah with dean and uh you've blossomed so much since then too and, and your audio is so much better i thank you <laughs> you're gonna save me a lot of time and post edit <laughs> all because of you and your recommendations <laughs> well i mean you bought the mic like what three months ago i think after yeah after yeah. the last one or something and yeah and... you complained a lot so i, I ended up <laughs> i bought it and been sitting on it ever since for that for that intriguing email yeah. You, see, you say complain, I say made su suggestions. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> the better way to put it. I made some strong suggestions. <laughs> like, uh, hey, is there any way that you could make your audio not sound so bad? Yeah, my ears were burning for a week. You know? <laughs> did you Did you ever go back and listen to the episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Because. Some people are the people who, like, when they put out a video, if, they, if you put out a YouTube video, like, you'll go back and watch it several times. Or, like, you do a podcast, you go back and listen to it several times. And then there are other people who are like, nope, that's that's done. I'm moving on. Like, are you the type of person that will go back and look at your old content? And So I'll have to say I went back, I went back and listened to a lot of them. I listened to them here and there. Because obviously, like we talked about, our mornings are a dance party, so I don't, oh, yeah. you know, I don't listen yeah. to them then so much. Uh, so I need but, to incorporate more music in my yeah my podcast. There we go. <laughs> but I went back and listened to a lot of them all at once before the twentieth episode when we, um, you know, were questioning you. Yeah. So that really played into it, and there was a lot to learn, especially from like you said the first three that I was in, and even with the Dave. I didn't speak a lot in Dave's, but mm -hmm. I was still there, you know, for back yeah. and forth. So that one could, was so much fun. I could tell that a episode difference. With Dave. Yes. Yeah, we, uh, we were cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, every time that I do something, yes, I will go back and watch my videos. I'm not a one and done, and I look for cues and critiques. And I should have edited it here. I should have cut that one there. Mm. Um, that drug out a little bit. Like everything, listening and watching is how we learn. I mean, as right. creators, like it's just. It's a skill in as itself. Right. Yeah. I know we, you and I, so for the audience, Trey and I are, are good friends. We've been, we've known each other for a few years now. Gosh, I don't know, maybe oh, three four, years, four, four, five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four or five for sure. Yeah. And so we, we talk a lot about, you know, growth and, you know, what's working on our channels and what's not working on our channels and how we can fix things and <laughs> pivot and stuff oh. like that. 
Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's a frustrating, the whole content space is a frustrating thing. Exactly. Because what used to work doesn't work. Right. And then what we think is working really isn't. It's, it's a roller coaster. I mean, and no one has an idea. We all think, um, right. you know, especially those people that put out those reels that are like here's suggestions and they get a million views and it's like okay let me try it and nah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's funny and i still find myself watching a lot of the channels that talk about growth and like how to grow youtube and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so then i'll try something and i'm like didn't work (laughs) no it's just amazing uh yeah but then i i I heard one um actually i'm i'm listening to audible book um, the YouTube strategy, YouTube, something like that. And, um, and he says in the, in the book, he's like, it's not your, uh, it, it's not the algorithm. Your content sucks. <laughs> for me, oh, I God, would thanks. believe that. Yeah. For me, <laughs> for me, I'd believe that uh, now, you, I don't your think content's so. been so smooth and so seamless. And this isn't about me. This is about you. We're talking well, no, about I'm, you. I, but I'm speaking like, yeah, you know, <laughs> Comparing, you know, yeah. when you pull over your stuff from the YouTube and do the snippets, like that is gold. I mean, it's a, and yeah, it's worked it's for me. Those have worked for me when I have time to create a full YouTube. But right, you know, I hate to say it, when I get out in the garage, it's it's go time. Like that's it's you know, I try to have the influencer and pictures in there and videos, but like it's right. go time. I mean, I got a like the princess bed. I didn't take very good videos of it all because like i had a week to do it and yeah ran into troubles never used a domino fighting to figure that thing out which it's simple don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong domino is simple to use but just lining up your you know your rails and two different pieces ingrained to side to face like right it's just getting everything smooth yeah yeah and i think it's and and then it's always down to that like final 10 percent. and that final 10 percent takes 90 percent of the work mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> And yeah. then you're mad, and then you're mad at the end of it. You're like, man, I wish I would have taken more video. Gosh. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I always get, I always get frustrated. Like I'll be in a build or whatever, and I'm like, okay, I got to move the camera, mm-hmm. you know, because the audience is going to get bored, and you know, I'll sit there and I'll move the camera around because I that's what people want. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you watch somebody else's video, which I know they say don't compare yourself to other people, but that's just human nature. I think yes, you, exactly. you go and you you look at other people's content, and I, I don't typically just watch content to watch content like i'll watch content to study content agreed just and like you, we were saying. you go and you're like then i'm like there's no way this video has thirty thousand, forty thousand views you know and i'm like it's one position mm-hmm. it's it's like maybe like a time lapse or something like that i'm like how in the world and you go and they like they don't have a lot of subscribers but the video just pops off you're like what the heck <laughs> agreed i and you know i don't i don't get it and i it as you said, we try not to compare ourselves to others, right. but I have put a lot of effort into a lot of my videos and they have right. bombed. And then I stick at my, you know, 12,000. I've been at 12,000 for you have almost yeah. a year. Like right. it's crazy. And I don't get it, but hey, I don't here either. we are. I mean, I'm keep keep pushing. Right. I mean, you did do tons of uh, brand integrations, mm-hmm. you know, so you're getting reshared a lot. You just yep. had a reshare today. Yes. Um, and like doing all that kind of stuff, that should be indicators for the, the algorithm to put that out to more eyeballs, you know, and those eyeballs should translate to subscribers or yeah. followers. Yeah. yeah. 
because your your primarily your primary focus is Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, you do you do YouTube stuff, but your primary focus is Instagram. I do YouTube stuff when I have the time, and, right. and I don't say that uh, softly. But YouTube is a whole different animal with you know better camera, the Sony. You got to break it out, and then like right. e- the editing side of things. That's where people don't. I mean, not that's going down a whole different avenue, but people don't realize that YouTube is an entirely different animal. And yeah. as my limited amount of time, which we've talked about mm-hmm. nine to midnight and then sleeping for six hours, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's that. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if one doesn't crawl out of the bed crying in the middle right. of the night or, you know. Yeah. But you definitely, you got a lot going on. Um, <laughs> but then, so now let's talk about these lasers. So you, ha- you have, I said you have a laser for every day of the week. <laughs> You, yeah. You've at least owned that many lasers. I know you don't oh, own them all now, still, but you have uh, you've you've had a series of different lasers. You've had you started with like a diode laser, right? Yes, sir. I had and, one of the original like five watt laser axe diode lasers. Yes. Yeah. So that was your your intro to laser, and then and then from there you were like. This thing's slow. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that thing was super slow, and then I actually I even jumped up and I went to a laser, laser robot or something. I don't remember what it was. A, a module that I put on the front front of it. It was like a true ten watt laser at the time, mm. which that was still like four years ago. And that thing really helped out a ton, but then it was still slow. Right. Uh, what, we, so what did that do? It it like enhanced the laser beam, or it was and it it was like. You replaced the laser. No, no, I replaced the whole laser head. Oh, okay. So on those sort of like the ortho that everybody's using now, it's yeah. literally just a carriage. So you just put a new laser head on the carriage, wire it into you know the board, and it does the same thing, just on and off, on and off as it moves. So right. the five to ten just made it able to run faster um, because it would burn more and as it went across. And but even at that, it was still. A cheap machine i mean right worked but yeah so then you uh then you got into the co2 lasers yep. started with an 80 watt co2 as a 24 by 36 and quickly I'm, no small laser no <laughs> but i quickly outgrew it um yeah. the problem with it there's two things going on here um the uh, diode laser was a gantry you could mm. set the gantry on top of anything you wanted and laser engrave it Right. Like I used the diode laser to laser engrave the center of a two by four table. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Well, now I'm inside of a CO2 casing and literally I can only do a 25 by 36, 24 by 36. Right. And the pass through on those, don't let them fool you. The pass through is pointless. You cannot <laughs> use it for anything unless you're doing like a eighth inch piece of wood. Like, right. Uh, and I can show you details on that later if you are interested. Check right. us out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post all your your yeah. info in the in the show notes. People can yeah. go look so at, so that's a way whole, back. <laughs> yeah. So that's a whole different story. But yeah. So then we went from that. Then we went to the 130 watt. You know, the same machine that you have. Yeah. Um, the Om let's tech. hear Omtech or yeah, Omtech. Well, there's actually I think there's three ways. Okay. Omtech, yeah. Omtech, or Omtech. Okay. I've heard, like, I watch YouTube videos and they're like, oh, the OM tech. Yeah. I'm like, OM tech. I guess I never thought of no, saying it No, but that it way. could be. So, like, I've been Nobody corrected. Knows. Yeah, I've been corrected three times 
both ways. So like yeah. I just I go with what my heart says, and I'll actually say it two different ways in the same video sometimes, just because. If you know the phonetic spelling, uh, put it in the uh, put it in the comments <laughs> below. Yes, please. <laughs> so yeah, so then we went to the 130 watt, and well, yeah, that was one of them plus the other two right. fiber lasers. Uh, yeah, so we, we got a lot of lasers. So I going think that's on. seven. I, I was I was counting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure my my intro is held up. Yeah, we we have a lot of lasers. I have I have fact checkers out there who uh -huh. check, fact check my intros. Yeah. <laughs> he, I don't know. He said there's one for every day of the week, and I only counted six. Oh man. Well. Yeah. One of them is still at a totally buddy's. Incredible. The the uh, diode is still at a friend's house and still functionally working to this day. You use that to engrave the floor of your. Um, what you had like the the rack the crossfit yeah. rack so when i made uh my wife the weight room for her birthday i guess that was in 2020 so three years ago now yeah. um you actually helped me with the logo on it right so but yeah we used that like i said you could take that diode and set it just straight on the floor it's a four yeah. by eight sheet of uh, plywood for the lifting platform and put it right on there it is convenient i just got the um i got the x tool d1 pro okay. 20 watt Nice. Oh, yeah. Just to just to you know have something else. Uh, you will. In you'll the find a, Yeah, you'll find a, a lot of not not need. I shouldn't say need, but there's be once. Right. Um, uh, there'll be times that it'll outshine the CO two and vice versa. But right. Yeah. Well, I have. I I still have it. I I need to get rid of it. But I have a, a Muse laser from Full Spectrum, and it's a forty watt or forty five watt uh, CO two. That's what I initially started with. Mm -hmm. And the reason I got it was because it has the bottom, like the open floor. And so you could theoretically take it and do what you, what you would do like with your diode. Okay. The problem is, is it's a CO2 laser. So it's not only is it heavy and clunky, but then you also have the water cooling and stuff like gotcha. that. So if you want to move it, it like it's, it's nice if you want to like slip something underneath it, but there's no way I'm engraving a floor like without it being a total pain yeah so and, did you fix it because we uh, yeah the, after the cracked cracked yeah. screen no i didn't fix it okay. I, I still have it but i'll i think it's only like 30 or 40 bucks to replace the screen um so i'll i'll need to do it at some point so i can get rid of it yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean there's so many more advancements in the laser space like uh you know Ohm tech, om tech, om tech. Uh, they have their. <laughs> I'm going to say it every way, so I don't offend yeah. anybody. Uh, no, but om tech has has a nice desktop one. Um, the polar, uh, yes. Yeah, and then um, X Tool has a nice uh, desktop one that actually has a lot of really cool integrations in it. Like, you basically you can put if you have a coaster, right, and you you put the image in the coaster. Uh, then you want to take like another coaster next to it. But let's say that coaster is like cockeyed. It, the camera on it will determine, okay, this is this image is centered over the coaster this way. And so even though your other coaster is cockeyed, it will automatically adjust for that. Wow. And yeah, you, you should go out and, and look at the video. It's amazing. Okay, I will. I think I'll, it's like I, a obviously. P something, but, uh, P1 maybe, but yeah. And this is by X Tool. X Tool, yeah. Okay. So, but there, there's just so many different advancements in in this in this space in the laser space. Like, I can't keep up. 
Certainly. Uh, and then the the fiber lasers, which are still expensive, so don't get, don't take that the wrong way, but oh, yeah. they have come more consumer-friendly that I see a lot more people, um, especially through Instagram, the communities, you know, popping up here and there. And, right. Uh, I'm not, obviously, I'm not the first of anything, but I've had them Oh, for, you should just claim it. You're the first. <laughs> yeah. You're I've the had first them for, and only. <laughs> I've had them for a while. So, like, I get a lot of questions on them, which is not a problem, but I, I do get a lot of uh, questions on setup and settings and just overall stuff. Like, right. And just like anything, like, you so know, when I started. Yeah. <laughs> Free yeah. tech support. <laughs> Free tech support. Which I don't care. As long as, yeah. as long as you're trying to help yourself. That's the whole kicker to me. If you're trying to help yourself and you're not just expecting me to do it, I will help you for as long as I'm free. Right. Um, it's just the times that people are expecting me to be there. Google, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, this is the direction you need to go. See if, see what you can find out and then call me back. Right. But, you sent them to that, that website. What is it? Uh, it's, it's let me Google that for you. Let me Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then send it back and it types it out for them. <laughs> yeah. Here's how you access the internet, yeah. you moron. <laughs> There's been times I've wanted to say that, but hey, yeah. you know, we're all friendly. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a good community. I mean, it there's is. been plenty of times when I've reached out. I mean, heck, when I got my laser, you had you had the laser yep. um, that I was getting, and I was like, oh, how do I, how do I do this or how do I do that? And, Certainly, I, I mean, there, but there's small things like you just overlook or you just don't know. And right. hey, one little advice or push in the right direction, like for me, uh, you know, when I got my CO2, the first one the scan offset, which you just did that video on. Right. Um, that nobody you know, saw. Well, that's a whole different, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the scan offset was, uh, throwing me for a loop. I realigned my laser like five times because I was getting a double shaded line and right. I thought it was because my laser was out of line or hitting the, you know, the cone ended right. up just being a double burn for just a scan offset. And once I figured that out, which is a setting in light burn fixed everything, it was nothing physical or mechanical. It was all just a simple setting. Right. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, well, maybe I need to slow down the, the mm-hmm. laser to get a better engraving. And it's like, oh, no, actually, there's a way to make there's that better. To, there's a way yeah. to fix it. There's always a way to fix it, usually. Yeah. Yeah. We just got to, you got to know how to get in the, the back screens. So the um, the fiber stuff, you've been keeping that thing busy. Oh. You've been doing a ton of, how many uh, cups have you engraved on those? Over a thousand. Wow. Yeah, over That's a thousand. Crazy. So, I just finished last night or the night before. I finished an order of twenty four, and before I even finished them, I sent the glamour shots to the customer. And they ordered twenty four right behind it. So, <laughs> forty eight like, straight. It. To, yeah. Well, I say yeah. that, but it's also the new I'm cutting like, board. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's easy money, right? It's just it's just one one at a time. It's one at a time. It is yeah. it is easy ish money. Um, yeah. But there's still it's a machine doing a, a an engraving. So, and then there's cups. So, like, don't get me wrong. When you're on a flow, stuff works. Uh, right. And I even made a post directly today about it. Like, I put one on, start it. Um, I'm unpacking the others as that one finishes. I put another one on, clean it, scrub it, um, package it, put it back. So it's like it's a revolving door that you never. If you stop, you're wasting time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that makes sense. And right. so. Not so much like a CO2 where like it's running a project and that project may be an hour engraving or, you know, 45 minutes. Just depends on what you're doing. You have plenty mm-hmm. of time to go around. This is like three or four minutes a cup that you're just cycling. You're always cycling. and Right. 
but again so you a, haven't taught the kids how to change it out yet not quite yet you know we, we, <laughs> we had I, was, I had him out there with the magic eraser scrubbing one day but there you go that, that, that's help <laughs> yeah that's definitely help <laughs> yeah i'm sure with all of your technical background you could figure out a way to set up like a, you know how the t-shirt printing machines have like five different yeah yeah things where they have the different screens that come down yes i'm sure that there's a way you can like program something for when when one's done to rotate and add the next cut to it all right so there is a guy that has made this oh really but it doesn't it's not on a rotary it's the okay so it's hard to explain especially over a podcast the rotary the rotary is yeah well the rotary is flipped straight up at 90 degrees and he's 3D printed this big pod, which actually has the cups sitting in it. And the pod will rotate like a big old piece of pizza cut in like ah. six slices. But the cups can't rotate. So right. oh, he can yeah. do he can do like six engravings at a time and the thing just turns and keeps turning. Right. Um, but what people love is the actual half wrap around that you can do some correct, uh, corrections on you know the ovals and stuff like that but i like to actually do a true rotation of it so well i think you need to invent that like six cup rotary thing Mm -hmm. where you could use that but then each cup you know it rotates yes as needed right (laughs) (laughs) so that's actually a whole nother thing like i got two fiber lasers i got two rotaries I can't keep up if I run them both at the same time at three three minutes a cup. So it's like it's You're like almost Lu- Lucy in the in the chocolate episode where she's <laughs> the chocolate's coming down the conveyor belt. Where she belts. starts eating them and putting on her hat. Yeah, that's almost how I felt when I was trying to do it. Now if I had like now in twenty four I can just manage one one you know and keep right. it going. Now if I had like forty eight, yes, I'm just going to do them and then I'm going to go back and clean them all. But like, uh, yeah, so it's like it's just. It's just interesting. Like sometimes it's better to slow down rather than just be forced to try to fight two machines at once. Sometimes, right. no. Sometimes it's awesome. But... I don't need sleep. No, who <laughs> needs sleep? Sleep is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good margins on the on those cups. They can be. Yes. Yeah. Um, is it come down to like how you source the the cups versus time or? Well, it it comes into how much investment up front you want to put. Um, mm. Obviously, when you buy a case, they'll sell them to you a lot cheaper. Right. So at first, I was trying to do the whole Amazon thing, buy six pack and you know engrave six for this person, that person. Then I learned, screw it. I'm just going to buy a case. Mm. Even if this person only wants three, I'm going to upcharge them a little bit more, but I'm going to have a whole case. Yeah. So then I've got my margins are lower now that I even paid for it up front and it's going to work to pay it off. But yeah, so that's where you get your margins better. Right. JDS supply. Not that that's not sponsored. Right. <laughs> but that, but I do love their cups and their cups are cool because they come in a special, their own packaging. I, mm. I'm sure you've seen it in my videos, yeah. but they come in their own, uh, individual cardboard boxes that, you know, you don't have to try to sort or wrap them yourself. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's an additional cost if you had to, mm-hmm go to uh uline or whatever and get additional boxes and certainly and especially yeah. like the amazon ones they come in like a six pack with a plastic divider or, or a cardboard divider that aren't even wrapped so like you, it's hard to like do anything with this one cup but right yeah so yeah i want to ask about the arcade games i want to go back a little bit okay uh so the the arcade games you 
you had uh was your first one like a tabletop arcade game yeah so my very first one was the cocktail cabinet that i ever built which is yeah. obviously one of the bigger ones uh me and a good friend that it works it for the local hospital we went to one of the coin op arcades you know they've they've since then they've popped up everywhere this is probably right. six years ago now uh so one popped up in huntington it was fairly new we went there and we sat down and we started playing it and like it was just cool you know i could build it, that yeah it went back <laughs> retro and i was like i could build this and he's like if you can build it i could program it and mm. i was like oh, okay it's game on so at right. that point it was set out you know I, I built the whole thing got it down buttons wired it had everything ready for him and then he came over one night, and we started working through a full project um, with the Raspberry Pi. Mm. Us together spent hours. I'm talking. <laughs> people don't realize how many hours we spent on this thing. Right. Because what some people don't realize is, yes, you can go online and download the Raspberry Pi images that are arcade or the emulators, um, but they're all meant for upright arcades. Mm-hmm we needed it to rotate between each player. Mm -hmm. They don't make those. Oh, wow. We had to program almost every single game. Wow. There's 7,000 games. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you got so, time. <laughs> yeah, so each one, there's a there's a line and a code in there that first you have to rotate it to uh, instead of a vertical, horizontal, um, and then that puts the screen at a different angle. Then you have to go in for player two to rotate it back. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, so some of them were batch, uh, but a lot of them had to be individually written, and it yeah. took a long time. But so you you do all that now yourself? Like yeah. you learned how to do all that? So I've learned That's... how to do all of it. But you know, for through the first while, we were partnered up. You know, I did all the woodworking. He's just mm -hmm. uh, he's just the brains. Um, but he taught me uh, so much. I mean, we all learn from somebody. You know? Right. And I'm not taking full credit by any means. Yeah. Um, and so he he taught me, and we worked through it together nights weekends for a long time and shooey like i said it's been about five years ago now and how I many have, have how, how many of those have you made you think i actually was trying to look it up the other day for somebody else asked me the same question i think there's yeah. about 35 oh uh, yeah so i mean they may, cool. not, they may not seem like much but you know it's a lot of work oh yeah 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 so one takes me probably six weeks you know right. i can do two about six weeks at like together mm -hmm. um but yeah, it's it's a lot over five years. Uh, so and then you've done you did the upright one uh, that I, I just saw you recently reposted or whatever. Yeah, right. You have that. So I have the full size upright one, um, like you yeah. would walk into any arcade and stand at. Uh, I built that one. I've only built one, and it was my personal one. Spent way too much money on it because I had it fully <laughs> wrapped. Had yeah. some. I had a. Well, I was going to ask about that. So yeah. your your decals and stuff. Mm -hmm. have, how do you how do you source that? Like, what are you doing for that? So I have a local guy, uh, sign shop guy, uh, especially even for the arc, you know, the cocktail cabinets that I sell. He custom mm -hmm. makes me all the uh, the logos and stuff to dress them up. Uh, and then the same thing with the the full size that we're talking about. He fully wrapped it. I mean, from top to yeah. bottom, trays arcade, everything went right. sky's limit. I was like, I built this; it's mine. Yeah. So yeah, and I spent way too much money on that, that thing, but it was mine. So sorry, kids talking in the background. I'm like, you you do know that I'm doing a podcast right now, right? <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> I was recording with um, uh, Luke. 
uh, last week and his kids came in they were like doing the creeper thing you know behind him and stuff he's like go away go away i was like i'm gonna keep that in the episode <laughs> but when it's my kids i'm like go away <laughs> <laughs> no i saw some of it or some of the highlights but i haven't listened to the episode yet yeah it was it was funny we had a lot of a lot of fun he's a funny guy yeah so you're you're getting the you're doing the wraps getting getting all that done and mm-hmm. then how much like what what takes the majority of the time the the programming or the like the electronics because you're building all of you're putting all the buttons and and doing all the soldering and all that stuff yeah so the programming is super simple especially on the upright like i said you can literally pull uh you know um programs from the internet the emulators are pre-made you can for the Mm. uprights those are not that big a deal now all of the other stuff the electronics the wiring the just how everything functions and sits into the wood mm-hmm. that's where it becomes you know just trial and error right so the placement i one thing that people don't realize is actually placement of the buttons and how your hand lays there is a good way and a bad way and mm. it's taken me a long time to figure out the correct layout for your hands to feel good playing it like a natural feel right um but yeah there's there's just so much so many small steps that you, when you look at it, you don't see, but when you actually step back and you're thinking holes here, holes there, mounting, right. how this sits. And then even on the bigger ones, I do all the T-track. Mm-hmm. So all of that's wrapped and like cutting and splicing and heating and molding. And that's where that comes tough. Right. Yeah. People look at like a table and they're like, it's just a slab of wood with some legs on it. Like how mm-hmm. hard can that be? Yeah. They don't realize all the time invested in the sanding and you know all that stuff certainly just, yeah there's just a lot some... of a lot of intricacies into doing a cabinet with a for sure controllers and everything in it no i mean when <laughs> when people look at it and you look at my things like yeah i built a box and yeah. then i attached a ton of stuff to it on it yeah, and around it's a box it. with a tv on it right it's but easy but <laughs> it doesn't account for me going to the local glass shop and getting it custom cut and sanded to fit the top exactly and i use glass not plexiglass maybe yeah. not know to that but yeah that's i mean like there's always these costs and just running around in circles and like right yeah you may yeah. not care but it's still my time for your project yeah. well you you definitely put pride in your projects and, and that shows shows through what what has been the most challenging um build that you've done to date Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, the most challenging build to date. Shoot. You know, anything from your... It wasn't your your, your rack that you had to wire up for your clamps. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was a very technical build. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so if, if, if you guys haven't seen it, it's still uh, keynoted in my top of my Instagram right now. It's the yeah. Bessie uh, Ultimate Ceiling Rack is what I called it, the, the yeah. Bessie Ultimate Rack. Uh, that thing took me weeks, a mm-hmm. lot of trial and error. Uh, something I didn't show was I actually built it twice because the first one, <laughs> <laughs> the first one, uh, the measurements didn't quite work because the stupid garage door changed. That, yeah. And that's the truth. Um, the garage door moved in ways that it shouldn't. <laughs> it, it, really, it, it does that, but I didn't count for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. The garage door is supposed to go up? <laughs> well, I can go into detail if you want me to. Yeah, why not? So the top of the garage door, if, if you don't, haven't ever paid attention, 
the very top wheels of your garage door when it's closed actually are about an inch and a half taller than the rest of them and what happens is as those arches roll down the top of the garage door shoves into the gasket closing the top of the garage door mm. so as it opens up that entire first run is still an inch and a half taller than the rest of the flats of the garage door mm. In my ceiling rack, as it went all the way back and into its resting spot, I knew where the rack was going to lay was going to be in the center of the garage door, and I measured there, mm-hmm. like any normal human would do, right. not thinking that there was any other you know variable to account for. Right. Built it, put it on the ceiling, did everything, and went to raise the garage door, and an inch and a half nailed the rack. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of choice words at that rack. I was going to ask. <laughs> uh, at the rack. The question. Yeah, it was at the rack, at the door, at the yeah, you know, at the dog outside, not having anything. <laughs> You're like, there's only one way to fix this: lower yeah. the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there was a lot to do there. So I had to pull the whole thing down, cut my blocks, put them back up. Uh, that was that was truly one of the most engineering side of builds that I had to do uh, and count for, especially yeah. when we talk about the hoist and the electric hoist running through the pulleys, right. um, just overall how it laid out. But yeah. it was so rewarding at the end to get, uh, I think there's 24 ra- uh, parallel clamps up there, you know, to get them right. off my wall and out of my floor. Like it was, yeah. But that was probably one of the most intricate builds to date. Yeah, well, I want to say, as you were talking about it, I, I was remembering uh, Case's bed. Yes. And you, so you incorporated some, some pulleys and trap doors and stuff. Yes. If, if, you've, if you guys haven't gone out and seen this, uh, go back uh, a ways, I don't know, maybe a year or so ago. But you did this this bunk bed type thing. Well, it was not a bunk bed. It's got like a play area kind of underneath it with like a a trap door that you can pop up and then he goes and lays there. And then you had some like electronics you were trying to work into that, I think too. Yeah. So to paint the picture completely, it is almost like a bunk bed, but it is physically built into the wall. So his mm-hmm. entire back half of the wall, which is like 12 to 13 foot. I don't remember exactly now. Um, did a full ledger board. So it, like basically like a deck in mm-hmm. his room. Um, and on one side it has a full uh, rock wall, like a ramp that we mm-hmm. integrated that. So it also swings up, has tons of storage underneath there, close it down. His bed is up on top, did a full railing. And then on the other side, I built a trap door that you can come around the back and climb a ladder to get into. <laughs> now the electronics come into play is I took a window regulator out of a car and mounted that in there and did a switch and everything else with a bunch of pulleys. So now you can hit the button and the window regulator will open the trap door from the bottom <laughs> so you can hide it and you wouldn't know unless you, I mean, there's a rope there. You can still see right. it, but it's still really neat because it's all flush and man, he wears that thing out or he used to not as much anymore, but yeah, yeah it's a lot yeah. of fun. It, the novelty wore off a little bit, I guess a little bit. And yeah. you have to think about this. So I even thought it all through because I was like, man, I don't want him to be able to, do it while either being able to touch the trap door like right. run it up and down so like i had to move the switch just far enough that like his little arms couldn't reach the trap door or the rope or anything OSHA approved. yeah so <laughs> really thought this through guys especially in the middle of the yeah. night when he's trying to play with it nobody's around <laughs> right exactly well and you, and, and you can hear it 
Well, we were talking when you were building it, we were talking about the railing and you were kind of worried about like what, what people are going to say about the railing yeah. and all this kind of thing. Cause you know, you're going to have the safety police come out <sighs> and there, and there still was, I, I mean, yeah. I do everything I can to make stuff safe and, yeah. and try to think it through. But yeah, we did the whole, uh, I don't know. It's not wrought iron. I don't know what you call it. Um, the conduit it's a thicker than conduit it's not yeah it's just like a like a steel pipe yeah exactly thing, right? um and you know threaded it together and did all that and hung it on there uh which is strong as can be i mean i can do a pull up on it but there is mm-hmm. a little slight gap but now that he's five years old there's no way he's gonna get through that gap how many pull-ups can you do Oh, I, not as many as my wife. <laughs> That's the correct you, answer. You know me too well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how do you how do you come up with your ideas? Stuff like this, like stuff like the the bed with the trap door, and you know, using all this kind of stuff. Is it just is that the way you're wired? It's the way I'm wired. You also go kart go kart racing. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, and yeah. you do uh, you do all your wiring and electrical and stuff mm-hmm. like that right yep so you, you got into doing this kind of stuff and like tried to marry the things that you enjoy doing exactly so yeah. i enjoy, woodworking came first i was doing tons of woodworking and i love led lighting just accent lighting just mm-hmm. just anything to bring out the most of a project and sort of like i said i don't i don't i like functional furniture and i've said that through anything that you've ever heard me talk about. Right. Functional furniture is what I call it. From the step stools to the Pac-Man, they all have a function. You can use them. They're mm-hmm. not a wall sign or anything. And I'm not taking away from people that make that kind of stuff by any right. means. So oh, you all, can take it away. It's fine. Well, no, it's all an art. It's all somebody's <laughs> joy. Yeah. But I like something you can use. Right. So, and then if you use it, how can we make it better? Yeah. And that's where the trap, the motorized trap door came in. Um, and then even like the led lighting, uh, there's just, there's been a lot of stuff that I just enjoy incorporating more to it, taking that extra step. Like right. I built her a full, um, for Ella's room, there's a full mermaid bookshelf mm-hmm. and it literally took me no more than like 10 minutes to add led lighting, put some step, uh, step offs off the wall and it turned the project into a simple bookshelf right. into this I'm going to call it a beautiful mermaid tail hanging off yeah. the wall that turned into a nightlight, you know? Yeah. So, so now it's Now's your time to repost that because the little mermaid movie that just came out. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Million views. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I just Make actually sure you had, use the, the music from the, the new soundtrack. I know. I just had to move her bed or I had to move the bookshelf for the new bed that I just built the princess mm. bed for her three year old birthday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I could, I could get some good, content on all that again yeah don't don't set your expectations too high we, nah. we... <laughs> it's me it's me i never set them high <laughs> i'll get my two to three followers a day and and yeah. we'll roll with it <laughs> that's funny well at least you're not losing two to three hundred followers like i have been well, <laughs> well i'm not posting regularly but uh i want to talk about the real reason why i have you on the podcast i want to talk about this shop that you've been working on yeah let's talk about it but I'm conscious of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if we should take it over to the uh, after show. It's up to you, big boy. Because <laughs> that could be, I mean, that could take a minute. Oh, yeah. And there could be some choice language. So we may <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> I think we should take that over to the after show. All right. Let's do uh, it. But, but so l- let me ask what the, so 
you're, you are building a shop. The plan is to build a shop. Okay. The plan. The plan is to build a shop. Yeah. Yes. And which we'll, we will talk about that in the after show. Yes. Um, it's already kind of started. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so before we end the main episode, uh-huh. what's the, fu- what's the future of handcrafted by Trey in the business? More, uh, just more. I don't more. know how to say that other than just more, more space leads to more projects. Um, mm. Right now it's really sectioned off to doing one at a time sort of because I can run a t- I can run the CNC for days and make as right. many parts as I want, but then I have nowhere to put them in where I'm at. Right. I've outgrown my space. And, and, and that's not a cop out by saying that just with the bigger machinery that I have and I have purchased and I've sort of dug myself into a hole, mm-hmm. the new space, hopefully we'll talk about that will lead to being able to not only have space for projects, space for storage, space for finishing mm-hmm. and have kind of a full turnkey while being able to do multiple things at once. Yeah. That's good. And with built-in employees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Third floor, come on down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paging over the intercom. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say it. I was going to yell at Alexa, but now probably don't do that. Yeah. Shut off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's head over to that after show. I uh, want to make sure that we say a huge thank you to our patrons. We always shout out the top tier patrons at the end of the episode. So a th- huge thank you to Jimmy McAnally, Wim Design, Calvary Customs, LLC, Clean Cut Woodworking, Bailey Thompson, Dave Garcia, Broken Lead Woodwork, Starks Lagoon, Sawyer Design, Kadama Design, Dylan Furniture, Shock to Fox, and Don Patterson. So thank you to them and all of our patrons. And also thank you to Surf Prep, our family. Surf Prep, uh, amazing folks over there. Make sure that you use that code, Maker Lounge, all one word, for 10% off at surfprepsanding.com. Trey, thanks for being here. Thank you, sir. Let's head over to that after show. Tops all are coming right. off. Boom. <laughs>